Nine of us are climbing a narrow path up a Pennsylvania mountainside. Granted, this is Pennsylvania, we're not talking Kilimanjaro, but the climb is still rocky and uneven, and our hands are full. We will likely be tired before the work even begins. Troy has a large dog crate balanced on his shoulder, while Walt carries backpacks filled with rope, sheets, lead rope, and a first aid kit. Volunteer Sharon Ackerman, an acupuncturist, carries water for the troops, and the rest of us pass heavy crates between us. I carry one atop my head for a while, then pass it on to volunteer Vanessa Van Noy, who's taking a day off from yoga instruction. Catskill Animal Sanctuary's animal care director, Lorraine Racino, doesn't even work at the sanctuary on Wednesdays. But here she is, climbing with us on her day off, as is Friday volunteer Debbie. We are going to rescue nine feral goats. At least one is injured. Four are pregnant. All are emaciated. I see one of the black ones, says Gray Dawson, who is just ahead of me. His wife, Melissa, has left the group and gone ahead of us. It was Gray and Melissa who called us about the animals. Melissa has seen the goats five days in a row now at the top of her friend's large mountainside property, and per our instructions, has been taking grain to them, hoping to earn their trust. The rest of us hang back in a pod, sitting very still, and sure enough, two pygmies come bounding down the mountain. Walt moves forward. In an instant, the two girls have lead ropes around their necks and are munching happily on grain. We lure them into the biggest crate, knowing we'll need all available hands to safely catch the seven remaining goats. We'll never get them, Melissa says dejectedly. It's the pygmies who have come to her several days in a row. Of the seven remaining, only one has come cautiously within her reach in preceding days. For the others, even though their emaciation is extreme, fear has consistently won out over hunger. I am far more confident than Melissa, and though we don't talk about it, I suspect the rest of the CAS crew is too. It's not like we've had a lot of experience rescuing wild goats from a mountainside, but we have taken in hundreds of animals who were originally, though usually not for long, terrified of us. We know how frightened goats move. We know they can spring and leap with remarkable speed. Our bodies know how to match their movements. The injured goat and her very pregnant friend are huddled at the edge of a vertical rock face. There's a 30-foot drop to the craggy, boulder-filled forest floor. If a terrified goat leaps, she'll die. If a human slips, she'll die. Should I try to get behind them to drive them down the hill? Melissa asks. Yes, I say, and as she does so, the rest of us very, very slowly encircle the two frightened animals. A boulder juts upward between Lorraine and me, a boulder that a frightened goat will very likely use as a springboard to leap over our heads and out to freedom. Kathy, Lorraine says. I turn. She's found a long, large branch. We stretch to hold it between us, hoping an additional visual barrier will dissuade a fleeing goat. Great. I thank her. We close in. We are all crouching. We are all quiet. We all utter soft words of encouragement. We are fifteen feet from the goats. Then we are twelve. Then we are six. A few more feet and we can dive and catch them. But a goat flies through the gap between Lorraine and me. I leap for her. We collide in a heap to the ground and are sliding downhill toward the cliff. Instantly, Walt and Troy are there, wrapping the frightened animal in ropes and sheet to keep her both safe and contained.
I sit up. Good tackle, a voice from the left says. Thanks, I say, quickly dusting myself off. Over the next hour, we continue this methodical work until just one goat remains. She's below us, backed into a corner below the rock face. Troy scales down a steep slope, followed by Debbie. I can't see the goat. If all of us come down, can we trap her? I ask. I think so, Troy responds. One by one, we lower ourselves into the small cavern. This time, the goat can only move forward. The rock wall behind her is sheer and solid and completely vertical. We form a line and inch forward, our hands outstretched to close in the gaps.